how is chaos theory used in today's world? Hey everybody, welcome to OCWN. Of course, why not? Where we ask all the open-ended questions, of course, because why not? And you might be asking, why are we asking these questions? That is a question I cannot answer for you. Sorry. So moving on. Today, we're kicking off our podcast with a very special guest, Heather. Hello. Hello. Thank you for being here with us today. You're welcome. And we're just going to just dive right into it. We're still figuring out the formatting of these episodes and like what we're going to talk about, how we're going to talk about it, why we're going to talk about it, who we're going to talk about it with. So, Heather, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about chaos theory. Ooh. Velociraptors. Yes. And Jeff Goldblum's chest hair. Jeff Goldblum's chest hair. Self-explanatory. We will get there. Best for last. Hold on to your butts. Um, okay, so we have some articles that I pulled up beforehand. I did not read them. Heather has been skimming through them. Very and, briefly. Very briefly. <laughs> and she's found some interesting things about chaos theory because I have heard of it a lot. I don't really know what it is. Me either. I don't really have a uh, good understanding of it. I think the most common um, example of it is the butterfly effect, which we mm. see a lot in like time travel movies, things like that. Yeah. Um, but it seems like, from what I'm looking at, it has very little to do with that and a lot more mathematical and real-life application that we don't really have use for in our practical day life, everyday mm. lives. But like more hypothetical. Yes. Uh, not scientists. Not scientists. Not scientists. So, so so if you're like if you are like Jeff Goldblum and you're playing a character on Jurassic Park, if you want to say you're a chaotician, that is something you would know. That is that is, yeah. So is that something we're gonna figure out? <laughs> I mean, possibly. Possibly. Okay. Sounds great. We're Sounds there. great. We're getting there. Um. The, the initial definition that I'm coming up with on Wikipedia, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. take it as you will, mm -hmm. chaos theory is a branch of mathematics focusing on the study of chaos, dynamical systems whose, who apparent, whose apparently random states of disorder and irregularities are actually governed by underlying patterns and deterministic laws that are highly sensitive to initial conditions. It is an interdisciplinary theory that, stating that within the apparent randomness of chaotic complex systems, there are underlying patterns, interconnectedness, constant feedback loops, repetition, self-similarity, fractals, and self-organization. Mm -hmm. The butterfly effect, an underlying principle of chaos, describes how a small change in one state of a deterministic nonlinear system can result in large differences in a later state. So, pretty much like, it's like a what-if scenario. So if you... It makes me think of, it makes me think of, you know, those stories of people when they're like, like they were going to go to work or something and they missed their train and then like the train crashed or something. Mm -hmm. So like the butterfly effect, you could almost say is like that the reason why they missed their train is because like they couldn't find their briefcase because like, I don't know, their kid like hit it somewhere because they were like playing a game. And then, like, they couldn't find it, so they missed their train because they were looking for it too long. So, like, maybe, like, a cause and effect kind of idea? Kind of. Those are the best examples mm. that I can think of. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if that's really what it is. Okay. I think it's a lot... 
It's a lot more in-depth than that. I mean, obviously. For right. some reason, the best <laughs> example that I can think of is, this is so random, um, is in Doctor Who, there's an episode yes. of uh, where the Doctor and Martha, the Tenth Doctor and Martha, right. are in England, and a butterfly goes by, and, and Martha steps on it, or something happens to it. And he says, oh, watch out, that could cause bigger problems in the future, or something like that. Oh, okay, so... That's what... That was, like, my initial... A very, very literal, very direct reference to that, (laughs) which is perfectly appropriate in the context of a sci-fi show like Doctor Who. So I know Jurassic Park talks about... Like, obviously, like, the, the concept is kind of like Jurassic Park is kind of messing with the natural timeline and system and flow of things because if you say that you know dinosaurs went extinct whatever all that stuff that's that's their theory um i mean obviously dinosaurs are extinct (laughs) clearly they're not clearly oh my gosh gosh, right now but yeah speaking of velociraptors um yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna insert a clip. So like we're we're gonna insert it like right now. Okay. And then boom, we have that's that's a Velociraptor, folks. If you have never heard one before, that is that is the one that's right outside the window right now. It's great. <laughs> Dinosaurs are not extinct. Wow. Um. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I I forgot where I was going with that. You know, well, if you turn it back on, you know more about the Velociraptor facts. You have to tell me the Velociraptor stuff. Okay. I I hardly know. All I know. I know that they are flying dragons. Uh, Flying (laughs) flying dinosaurs. (laughs) Wait, did they actually fly? Because I've heard. I'm thinking of the wrong thing. I'm thinking of pterodactyl. Sorry, I know what a Velociraptor is. I really do. Well, granted, the, the Velociraptors in Jurassic Park were That's supposedly, they were, um, according to, like, this new study, they were according, I cannot talk. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> according to, according to. read, like, 70 different words in that article. So. <laughs> no, but apparently they had, like, feathers instead of, like. I thought you weren't recording. No, I am, okay, yeah. Okay, good. I'm Sorry. Good. We're good, we're good. Right technical, now. technical issues <laughs> are being solved here currently at the moment because I'm using yes. my phone and it's great. Um, but supposedly they had feathers, and supposedly they were a lot smaller than Jurassic Park makes them out to be. And right, because they're like, pretty tall in that. They're, yeah, they're, they're like, they're like huge, six like feet. a little bit bigger, like than humans. Yeah, size, and they're yeah. they're like super big and super strong. Which, granted, we maybe a little shorter. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's scary. Like, I don't want. I'm glad they're extinct. You're glad, yeah. And I, I don't. Jurassic Park does not need to be real. That does not need to exist. But I want it to not. <laughs> I'm talking about real life, not not the movies, not the okay. games. Well, okay. Hold on. Okay. But life uh, finds a way. Yes. Anyway, so more Velociraptor facts. More Velociraptor facts. Yeah. So you that know this, that so. I mm, not mm, me. Mm. Um, we hope you do. <laughs> yeah, least. I mean the listeners of this podcast hope I do because I hope <laughs> I do because. Yeah, because for your sake, for your sake, for everybody's sake. Um, That'd be good. I believe I sent you an article about the Velociraptor facts because I 
wanted to enlighten myself because I really don't know as much oh, okay. chapters as well, I thought I did. Let me... So if you'd like to pull that up, we can. Or right. I can just start, you know, making up Here we my go. own facts uh, and you would see. never know. Here we go. Uh, tr translated from Latin, Velociraptor means swift robber. Swift? Okay, that's funny because in Jurassic Park and in other, like, Movies, books, I don't know. I've always heard that it means bird of prey. Mm. So they lied to me. Jurassic, Steven Spielberg, Sam Neill. Oh my gosh, I was lied to. Speaking of Sam Neill. Speaking of Sam, Sam Neill. Sam Neill responded to you on Instagram. Sam Neill did respond to me on and Instagram. That's very cool. That is very cool. I, what did you um, say again? What did I, I say? Oh, this is a bit slightly is embarrassing. Again. It's fine. Um, now, now I'm on the spot, but... Uh, he, at the beginning of quarantine, he was, like, super chill and super cool and really, um, really active on Instagram for a bit because he was posting videos of himself playing and playing the ukulele and singing. Mm -hmm. And he just did some random songs. He would, like, tell stories and, like, do spoken word poetry. And it was just, That's like, cool. something to, like, you know, encourage the people who are, like, going through like intense quarantine and like all by themselves under lockdown and all that stuff mm -hmm. and i was not really like coping with it too well at the beginning like at the beginning i was really excited and i was like yeah i get to binge all the shows that i want to watch and then like after that first <laughs> week i was fun. like wait i'm not gonna get to see like any friends and like ah so i was like really anxious and i would sometimes just go on instagram when i was really anxious to try to like not think about things and he popped up with his little ukulele jamming. And I commented, you know, thanks for doing all this. I'm, like, having an anxiety attack right now, but this is cool. I'm glad I can watch this. And then he responded, like, a couple minutes later. And he was like, uh, what did he say? I should remember this. It was the most important <laughs> moment in my life. I would hope so. He was like, you know, you're welcome. I'm glad you enjoy it. Paraphrase. And he was like, you know, in the meantime, just relax. Mm. And I was like, you know, that is great advice. Thank That's you. Really nice. Thank you, Mr. Neil. No, I, I, I really appreciated that because when I first saw the movie Jurassic Park, I was, I was 11 or 12. So that was, that was, was some years ago. It was like 10 years ago. Wow. Um, mm, that is a long time ago. And I, he was one of the first celebrities that I ever wrote a letter to. And he lives in, he lives overseas. So I didn't like, I wasn't able to like, put the return envelope because I asked for like a signature mm -hmm. and I never got one. And so I was kind of sad for those 10 years because I never got one. <laughs> but yeah, but moving on. on. But then he responded to me on Instagram and yeah, now we're, now we're, now we're buds. Now we're buds. Now we're going to try to connect with Jeff Goldblum. Yes. And we sent him a message. We today. sent him a message asking if, if he would like to, you know, be on this podcast someday when we're super yes. famous and um yeah no we're back yet no we're back no yet. word back yet you know it's, it's been like an hour no <laughs> i'm sure he's a busy man yeah i'm sure his number one priority is this podcast well he, of course he's canceled why everything not else. <laughs> everything else is canceled he is on his way here right now folks dang which is crazy because i didn't even give him our address i know so that's just a little bit spooky but really good i mean his really good, people really are good, good. People so, you know, um, back to some Velociraptor facts. 
back to um, the Velociraptors. Those aren't really Velociraptors in Jurassic Park. What? It's a sad fact. This is from Thoughtstock. That's Cap. It's a sad fact that the Velociraptor's claim to pop culture fame in Jurassic Park is based on a lie. Wow. The special effects wizards have long since confessed that they modeled their Velociraptor after the much bigger and much more dangerous looking raptor. I'm going to butcher this. Dinocus Eratohopus. Hoppus. Sounds like a Greek Whose philosopher. name isn't quite as catchy or easy to pronounce. Yeah. It's lived about three million years yeah, before it's yeah. more... Mm. I would agree. Not as easy to pronounce. It does sound like a Greek philosopher. Mm -hmm. Particularly the first part. Mm -hmm. Dianakis. Mm -hmm. It really does. We'd love to meet you, Dianakis. Would, would we, though? We would, we would love to <laughs> Are we going to invite Dianakis on the podcast? We will go to Greece and we will get him on the podcast. Yes. I like how mm -hmm. somehow he's he has now people. a Greek he philosopher. He has people. No, he's got people. He's got to. <laughs> I know it. He would be, it actually says Dinocus would be a much better known dinosaur than the Velociraptor if, if life were fair. Oh, so we're back to the chaos theory. So but if life were fair. It says that's just the way the Jurassic Amber crumbles. Ooh, that's That's the way deep. the chaos theory crumbles. That's the way the chaos theory crumbles. That is deep. I like that. I like that a lot. Is there any other facts about They're raptors? They're about the size of a big chicken. <laughs> So what basically what you're saying is that my 14 chickens that are in my pen at home are just secretly velociraptors, just kind of... You might want to watch out. I might. Because I'm pretty sure they're coming for you. Pretty sure. What about birds here? Birds. Someday we can talk about... raptors because oh. dinosaurs and birds. Right. Anyways. Dude. Yes. Oh. Okay. So. Can you find the article about that scene... In Jurassic Park where he takes his shirt off because as far as I remember I like skimmed it and it had something to do with like I think I think he improvised that scene actually honestly that that goes in line with his character that's awesome as a public figure but it, his his explanation was like it was Costa Rica and it was hot right so obviously it's important that you know you if you're in pain and wounded, you should be comfortable. So, like, he takes his shirt off because it's a practical move. But also, right. boom, sex appeal. Anyway. Right. Um, Jeff Goldblum. This article. The sex appeal. <laughs> the epitome. Um, so, it says the real story behind Jeff Goldblum's shirtless Jurassic Park scene has finally been revealed. Cool, cool, cool. Never underestimate the power of losing your shirt on the big screen. That's the first first line. Attention grabber. Okay. Um... <laughs> They got us with that one. Oh, like so many iconic movie moments, there was nothing in the script telling Jeff, t telling Goldblum to unbutton in this exercise in the timeless art of seduction was completely his call. That's, of course it was. <laughs> uh, the reason he made the decision was to add a little more believability to the mm. moment. So he goes, it's supposed to be Costa Rica, right? So things are hot, and I'm sure I get in some sort of fever, Goldblum says. So all the logic is that we got to get out of these wet clothes off immediately. As I remember, I don't think anybody fought me on that. No one's going to fight Jeff Goldblum. Nobody's going to fight Jeff Goldblum. No. Oh, well, that was the end of the article. It was, like, so oh. short. It, I mean, it was mental flaws. It's so. basically... Oh, mental, oh, mental flaws. Shout out. Mental yes. flaws. Thank you. Please sponsor. Okay. The legend of Ian Malcolm continues. Our Patreon, please. Yes, yes. Thank you. The legend of Ian Malcolm continues on June twenty second when the character makes his return in Jurassic Park: Fallen Kingdom, which this article is from 
2018. So, um, wow. Fallen Kingdom has already come out. <laughs> oh, Jurassic World Domination. Oh, wow. I said that really wrong. What is it? Dominion. Dominion. I think our Jeff Goldblum discussion has gotten a little out of Sci-fi <laughs> action comes out next year, supposedly. Hopefully. Oh. Hopefully it's not postponed. So how many does that make it? I'm really not caught up. That's going to be number movies. six. Of the new ones? Uh, no. Of, oh, of, of altogether. Total, okay, altogether. It's like, going to be the third one. I think it's supposed to be the final one, because I don't know if they can like right. stretch that story any further. But, um, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, please support Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, like, even... It's your favorite. It is my favorite. It deserves to be the favorite of a lot of people. Um, but also, what I wanted to mention was Jurassic Park merch. Yes. Remember, Heather, how we were talking about um, that there was, like, a surprising lack of Alan Grant figures and how we were so, there like, is. angry about that? Because, like... Because, okay, when I, was, when I was a kid, when I first got into it, it was, like, what was it, 10 years ago? So that would have been, like... 2012 um so they came out with this amber collection and they have like you know specific sets like the ones we saw mm -hmm. at target and we yes. actually have some at ross we get some at ross they go through wow shout out sponsor ross uh <laughs> we have an in we have it in so this works um but they came out with different sets so there's like the computer guy i don't remember his name i'm really sorry He's really cool. He's the guy who says, hold on to your butts. And he has, like, the cigar yes. cigarette. Yes. I can't believe Super you don't dope. know his name. I don't Super either, dope. but you, I feel like you should because you love it. I really it's should. okay. And then there's right, the Ellie Sadler, I think with the Triceratops. And then there's John Hammond, Ellie Sadler, and a Brachiosaur. Which, maybe it's actually called a Brontosaur. I don't know if they got that wrong. I don't know if I got that wrong. Whatever. And then... I couldn't tell you. There's an Ian Malcolm... With, like, a flare and, like, a radio and stuff. And that's the one that I bought. There was a barely... Lack of lack of Samuel... Just a lack of Jurassic Park merch. Because yes. there was not, like, any... There was, like, rumors of, like, more Jurassic Park movies, Jurassic World movies, but, like, not really... There is a singular solid. Mattel doll. And there's a... Yeah, there's singular, singular Mattel, Mattel doll of Grant and then Ellie Sadler, I think, too. And then there was the dinosaurs that you could buy, but they were, like, kind of basic... There's nothing wrong with them. Like I, well, you I can have get dinosaur dolls. Literally, anywhere. you can get dinosaur dolls anywhere. I mean, the Jurassic Park ones are like really nice, though. Yes. If they're if they're legit, this is true. And they do usually have like the little mechanical, you know, the arms that move. Yeah, around, no, that's which cool. It's a bit different than some of the other ones. But my my brothers, um, because they're quite a bit older than me, they had um, they got some of the original merch oh, when it like cool. was like, you know cool. kind of first release. Right, so there was they're like old. <laughs> they're old. Coloring books, which I colored on, and I didn't realize how important they were, so somehow they got thrown away. So anyway, that was that that's was sad. very sad for you, especially because you love Jurassic Park. Yeah, that is the Mattel doll. The Mattel doll, and I don't know why, but the Velociraptor looks like a snake. <laughs> um, it looks more like the chicken that we were talking about that it was yes, supposed to look. The like. the two foot tall, six feet long. <laughs> is yeah. that a really a velociraptor? It looks really um, weird. I mean it doesn't say what it is, but okay. I'm pretty sure it's what it's supposed to be. Well it might be one of those little green ones that like eat you while you're still alive. You know the, the like the big pack of them they like oh, jump on you. Yes. You're Could right. be that. So I actually have a really um a confession that's kind of no. funny because what is it? You're not gonna like it because um I'm afraid. you love Jurassic Park, but I've only actually ever seen Jurassic Park once. 
and I don't remember it though. <laughs> Okay, after this podcast, so we are going to binge all of them. That. Just kidding. I do have it on VHS, though, that my grandpa... Yeah, so I do, too. One day, that's going to be worth money. I just, it, I feel it in I, my bones. It I probably swear. is now. It's already worth it money. You know what I was going to say, though, about the original Jurassic Park merch is that it's so expensive now. Like, uh-huh. I mean, obviously, like, specific types of it. And it's not, like, it's not, like, super, super popular for, like, merch-wise. Because I feel like the Avengers... Like that kind of merch is like a lot more easy to find. What do you What do you see? So, I was looking. Mm-hmm. You know the little shopping tab on Google that talks yeah. about you know what what you can buy. So I looked up Jurassic Park VHS. Yeah. The first thing that comes up is on Etsy. It's a seller or the person selling it. Uh-huh. Nine dollars. I was like, mm, uh, okay, not uh. much. And then I scroll down, and there's one on here for. Universal Studios Rare 1993 Jurassic Park VHS Factory Sealed Ooh. VHS, obviously. Yeah. For a thousand dollars. Holy crap. Seventy-seven fifty for tax. Wow. I am trying to click on this because I need to know. That is amazing. On Mercari, if anyone wants. Mercari. Yeah, Mercari, this... shout out, sponsor. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's actually on sale, guys. Oh how much? It was two thousand, now it's a thousand. So wow, that's that a sale price, me. guys. Do I? Which one is this? That also makes me happy that it's I like feel worth like that this much. This is exactly what mine looks like. <laughs> Probably. Mm-hmm. You're 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 actually. I'm like, gonna have to take a look. The only thing possession. is, it says it's factory seal, so I don't think mine. Mine definitely. Is oh, not. yeah. That's... Oh, rare, never been opened. Ooh. 1993 Jurassic Park VHS. Okay. Although no one has bought it, so that doesn't mean that's what's worth. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just has to buy it first, and then it will be worth that much. When money is spent, then we'll then we'll say that's has some. Yes, yes. Someone's selling it for seven dollars. So yeah, I mean, some people are really putting the value on this thing. But but anyway, I I do want to keep track on specifically Jeff Goldblum because we're here to talk about him. Um, and yes. there was a there. So now, so there was this like. I have some of the original merch, and some of it's, like, really cool. I have to, like, be careful because it's getting old and, like, kind of brittle and going to break soon. But it's cool. Um, And so there was this, like, this drought of Jurassic Park merch. And now they're making it again because the movies are, like, coming popular and whatnot. And there's, like, a kid's show, which is... It's cringy, but I'm still happy that they're making it. So it's a very complicated relationship. Right. But thank you, Netflix. Shout out, sponsor. Um... (laughs) We're all the sponsors. All the sponsors. We are not sponsored by absolutely anything. Just, just to be clear. That means that we are open to anyone. We are anything. open. We are available. <laughs> um, But... Mm-hmm. So that is the whole reason why we're with talking about... With a donation about... from me. Yeah, and it was... A, with a donation. Heather helped me with this purchase. I actually told her if she didn't buy it that I would be very angry. Yes. So I donated $5 yes. in the name of Jeff. Goldblum's That is what was on the Venmo memo. Yes. Because this little action figure, it's very well made, actually. I'm I'm I was stoked because when I took it out of the thing, it was like you could you could move it all around. Mm-hmm. Right? You could move the the wrists and the feet. Mm-hmm. And it was what I like about the action figures. Two hours later. Some of them are like you can move them. Never mind. Anyway, that's that's a technical. I'm I'm getting a little bit too nerdy. But so if you look closely at Jeff Goldblum's character, 
His shirt is open just enough. Just got a little bit of chest hair showing. Just got a little bit of chest hair showing. And it's just, it's there. It's like, yo, I'm chilling out here, bro. Like, take the shirt off. Wow. Yes. Um, censor that. Anyway. <laughs> Shout out Ian Malcolm. Shout, Shout out, out to Clark. Ian Malcolm. Shout out Jeff Goldblum's chest hair. Um, that's basically what we wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to end a podcast. <laughs> and that's all we had to say, folks. So, bye. Anyway, um, Jeff Goldblum, get back to us. Yeah, get please, to please get back yes. to us, Mr. Goldblum. Mr. Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. If you ever hear this podcast, I apologize. I love you. <laughs> anyway. um, Yeah. I think that we don't want to go, like, super long. I had a good time today, and I hope you had a good time, Heather. I also had a great Thank time. Thank you yes. for being here. You're very welcome. This I'm is my house. Gra <laughs> <laughs> Granted, I should be... You should, you be, should be thankful. Me. <laughs> no, I. You should be thanking me because you're at my house. Okay. <laughs> but I should be also thanking you because you invited me on the podcast as the very first guest. Right. And that is an honor because it obviously honor. we're going to become world famous. Woo! And Jeff Goldblum and everyone else we mentioned on this podcast is obviously going to be a guest. Well, star one. Duh. Day. Of course. So why that not? That makes me the headliner. Right. And that makes me cool. That makes me cooler. It than does. Also. It does. Also, actually. we're at my house, so. Mm. And I feel like I should have like some kind of like outro that would that would be really cool. Like I this is the outro. This is the outro. This is the outro. Like a little like jazzy tune. Did like, you say this is the outro? This is the outro. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>